1: Thanks for downloading today's podcast. It's Tuesday, February the 2nd. Hope you're okay. with a big story in Kent today is the door-to-door testing that's getting underway in a part of Maidstone after a new variant of coronavirus was discovered. As we told you on yesterday's podcast, this has come from South Africa and has been identified in someone in the ME15 area. What's most interesting and concerning, though, is that they hadn't been to the country or been in contact with anyone who had, leading to fears of transmission within the community. Well, because of that, 10,000 tests are being done to see how many other people have got it but might not be showing any symptoms. First today, let's hear from the man in charge of Maidstone Council, who's revealed that they were first informed of this variant on Friday. Martin Cox has been chatting to Lucy.
2: When anybody says things like surge testing um, then people get worried and and rightly so and I think somebody walking down a path or up a drive dressed in PPE kit then knocking on the door is going to cause anguish and people will be frightened and concerned so we need to and we were ready to give the information out as best we can but it was delayed and delayed by central government and then when We were told it's embargoed till one o'clock yesterday. And then we hear Surrey at 12 o'clock going with all their details. So it is very hard, but we all work very well together. The local public health officer from KCC, KCC officers, our own mapping department so that we can tell exactly where we can find 10,000 people above the age of 16. All of these things don't just happen.
0: How were these specific postcodes chosen? Is it that they're within a certain radius of someone who's already tested positive f- for the South African variant? Uh,
2: yeah, I think you've got it in. You've got it in one. We were told that the case, a case, is in ME15. So therefore, we drilled down and said we've got to get 10,000 cases to make. The ratio to make the data stand up and the evidence to say it is a variant it has spread or it hasn't and therefore we know where each person is in each house because we have the data for the polling data but what's crucial here is because this is carrying on from this afternoon and because there is a mobile testing center at the ymca in melrose close where people should go If they've been knocked on the door and they've been given a card to say, we've given a test to one adult in your house, but the resident said there was my husband who's out of work driving an ambulance or whatever. They'd be given a card that says, please go to our mobile testing centre at the YMCA. But that location is also there to allow for people to drop off their sample if they weren't able to do it within the hour when people will return to collect the samples and for people who are referred to that test centre, if they're referred. But I stress, and I can't underline it enough in highlighter pen, this is not the whole of ME15. You should go about your business if it is safe to do so and you are not expected to turn up at the mobile test centre to just have a test because we need to control Where the tests are coming from.
1: At kentonline.co.uk, we've got details of every postcode where the tests will be delivered. Once they're dropped off, the idea is that you do the test and they'll be collected an hour or so later. A facility has also opened at the YMCA in Melrose Close for anyone who wasn't in when the tests were dropped off. Now, within the ME15 area where people are being tested is Tiger Primary School, which, like all others, remains open to children of key workers. We've caught up today with headteacher Hayley King, who admits yesterday's announcement on the new variant did cause some concern.
0: There was a little bit of panic and we had quite a few bits of communication from staff and parents who were asking about, you know, what was going to happen today. And at that point, we didn't know a lot ourselves. We only knew what um, had been announced on the news. So um, I, I imagine last night there was quite a bit of panic. Today, it's very quiet. It's very quiet today so if you had fewer children coming in and um, the children of key workers who obviously can still come into class and um, have there been fewer of them today compared to previous days yeah absolutely we normally have around um, 62 children in each day and today we've got eight Wow that's a that's a big reduction then do you think it sort of it scared people into thinking oh I'm not going to send my children in if we're in a dangerous area? Um, I think possibly and I think a lot of people aren't sure whether they should be at home themselves whether they should have gone to work and um, whether they needed to be in to have the test or whether they could do the test when they got in from work so I think people have probably played it safe and have stayed in and I think you know we've now got a list of all the postcodes that are being tested but that list didn't come out well we didn't get it until this morning and I know lots of our parents won't have seen that and I think there are people who may think they're going to get the test and actually may not get the test because they're not in actually the the targeted postcode itself so I think that's caused some confusion for the for the families as well so I think they have decided to to play it safe and keep keep home
1: today. Now it's been suggested it could take several days to complete the testing. Police, Kent Fire and Rescue and volunteer groups have been drafted in to help deliver the tests. Our colleagues from KMTV have been chatting to Stuart Baird from Kent Search and Rescue and first Andrew Scott-Clark who's in charge of public health in Kent. So
2: let's just get this in perspective we've had a single case we're, we're fairly well convinced that the case has not spread the virus on to anybody else but what we don't know is how uh, the the person in, in question got the virus and that's why we're we're concerned uh, and we need to know what's going on locally uh, but we should be reassured that this is a single case that we know of that we have halted spread Uh, in the local community. I mean, given everybody is in lockdown at the moment, we're hoping there's a high probability of of the majority of people being at home. Um, It's up to them. It's not a mandatory test, but we'll be offering the test to everybody over the next three or four days uh, and hoping to get a sample of 10,000.
1: Now, just to make it clear, there's no suggestion this new variant causes more serious illness, however, it does appear to be more contagious. Finally, today, you can hear from Professor Martin Michaelis from the University of Kent. He's a virologist and says we're now at a very crucial time and must not get COVID complacent as more and more vaccination centers open up. He also chats about the risks of new variants to ish
3: we're entering this phase where there's a bigger risk that we get, that we generate actually viruses that are not covered or not as well covered as we would want to by the current vaccines. And that is why it's even more important to get the numbers low, as low as possible, because these new variants can only emerge when the virus is replicated. Every time a virus infects someone, it infects cells in this person, and these cells are reprogrammed to produce new virus. Um, And with every round of virus replication, there are mistakes, there are mutations in the virus genome, and these mutations can give rise to these new variants that we are worried about. And we also know that with the current vaccines that are being rolled out, the Pfizer one and the AstraZeneca one, that you need the second jab to have full immunity. So, does that make it even more important that we keep those infection rates down until we are get until we get full immunity? Oh yeah, of course. So, so there are, there apparently there is, and it, it very much looks like now when you look into the data, as if there's already protection after the first jab. But yeah, and, and it's people who have been vaccinated are not automatically safe. It takes time. It takes weeks until you have some level of immune protection. And then it takes even longer and a second jab until you have the high protection that we know from the clinical trials and everything in between. If you have partial protection that may already be enough for you though, so that when you are infected that you don't have to go to hospital, what is great, actually. I personally always think that as long as a vaccine keeps me out of hospital is great and I'm happy. But we have to keep in mind that if you have this partial protection, again, we're coming back to this selection pressure problem. Yeah. Ideally, you won't have no virus spread, no virus replication, because then you don't have new variants. So, so people must be careful because they may not be as protected as they may think and they may contribute to what I've said before, to this uh, uh, generation of new, more dangerous variants.
1: The latest vaccine site to open up today is at the Woodville in Gravesend. As we told you yesterday, one will start operating at the Angel Centre in Tunbridge next week. And sadly, more very sobering figures on COVID deaths in Kent. 1,330 people died with the virus in the county in January. That's a third of all COVID related deaths in the county since the start of the pandemic. And don't forget to keep up to date on the story of door to door testing and any other COVID related developments throughout the day, do head to kentonline.co.uk.
0: The Kent Online Podcast with Serenity Parks.
1: Some other top stories now, and a daughter who stole £90,000 from her sick dad after selling his Kent home to pay for his care has been jailed. Fiona Dorman had control of her 83-year-old father's finances, but spent the money on clothes, luxury hotels and jewellery. The 37-year-old from Drove Road in Brighton has been locked up for two and a half years. A man's appeared in court after a suspected arson attack at a Folkestone military barracks housing asylum seekers. Fourteen people were arrested following the blaze at Napier Barracks on Friday. A 31-year-old is due back at Crown Court next month, and another 13 men have been released on bail. A Kent beekeeper who's trying to bring 15 million bees into the UK says he's been told they could be seized and destroyed because of post-Brexit laws. Patrick Murfit runs a business near Canterbury and imports baby bees from Italy every year. Well, he's been trying to bring them in through Northern Ireland to get around the new rules. The government says they're aware of the issue and guidance will be issued as soon as possible. Vehicles could continue to be banned from Swales town centres until 2022 in a bid to protect shoppers. In June, the local authority stopped any access to high streets in Sheerness, Sittingbourne and Faversham to make them safer as people returned to stores after the first lockdown. Now, the council has decided to extend the road closures and is considering launching a consultation for permanent traffic restrictions. And as part of Children's Mental Health Week, we've been looking at ways to improve young people's emotional well-being the pandemic has made things particularly challenging over the last year and at kent online we've got some tips for families including things like using emojis to explain moods monitoring screen time and trying to eat healthily and on tomorrow's podcast we'll be hearing from cj from tunbridge who's been chatting about how young people have been affected by lockdown kent online sports Football and Gillingham signed a new midfielder on transfer deadline day. James Morton is joining the club on loan from Bristol City for the rest of the season. Jill's forwards Jordan Graham and John Akindi are staying at Priestfield despite interest from other teams. The Jules are back in action against Lincoln City on Friday. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can subscribe to the IM News app and that will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk.
2: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
1: This
0: podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow. Located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks.